This is Yowie Dan, and you're listening to the Bigfoot Club Podcast. Hi guys, it's Blair Dominguez. These are the two most special men in my life. So of course, I'm going to tell you to do what you need to do. Please go to their website, www.bigfootclubpodcast.com. Check out their merch and all of their episodes. And also please look for their social media. X, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at Bigfoot Club One. If you have a Bigfoot or paranormal stories or just need help in your area, please email them at BigfootClub1 at gmail.com. They are both very caring people who you can talk to anything about. Also, check out Matt Knapp's Bigfoot Crossroads on all platforms. He's a really cool guy, too. We all love Matt. And my podcast that I'm working on, because I want to be like Uncle Robert, is Silent Serenity. I'm on Podbean and Spotify. Thank you, guys. Hey, everybody. Robert Jesse Dominguez, your host for Bigfoot Club. My co-host today is Stephen Dominguez, my nephew. Stephen, say what's up. What's up? Do you you notice that we're not saying episodes anymore? That's that. Yeah, that makes me sad, man. Why? I was just telling you off air right now. I was like, man, I used to I used to love looking forward to that. Like, <laughs> like it's like it's like milestones. Yeah, like, you know the number, the leveling, the leveling up. That's what it was. Hmm. And uh, I don't know you're just like, no, we're not, we're not gonna do well, that. Well, I mean, we're big time now. The the only reason why I'm I'm not doing it now because you know with the holiday seasons coming up. Uh, we have like, sometimes we have a show at, on tow ready to load like mm-hmm. later on whenever we're on, on vacation. Mm-hmm. So rather than change, you know, cause I don't know when that, what episode that's going to be. So I just figured it'd be easier. So do you add that later on? Like you, do you add like, I, I you could yourself and be like, Hey everybody, this is Bigfoot club season five and you're listening to, uh, uh, season five episode, whatever. Yeah, I could do enjoy, it. Enjoy but- the show. I could do it, but like, I gotta, if you really think about it, nobody else does. Like Joe Rogan doesn't do that. Like, they don't go oh, Joe Rogan experience season five. He's moving episode, episode ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, he's moving side to side in case you know, because none of us can, you know, none of the listeners. Can. I just want to reiterate that he, <laughs> my uncle, did that whenever he would he would say the he would like bob and weave. I did not do that. Uh, like, <laughs> like he was like going under the mic, you know. Like he was boxing, and I was like, oh, "Okay, that's I guess that's a, a thing you have to do." I don't recall ever doing. That. Uh, yeah. You're not open minded. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's the middle of winter. <laughs> it's spring. Yeah, people doing that. It's spring. No, it's not. It's middle of winter. It's middle of winter. It's January. It's freezing outside. You guys aren't open minded. <laughs> um, you know we haven't done a show in a while. No, we haven't. And so, since we done a show the last, the Texas Rangers won the World Series. They did. They so, finally did it. They pulled it off. Were you? You know, were you pretty happy? I was. Um, I wish I was a bigger uh, baseball fan, though. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff I understand of it. So, like I never played it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Grandpa's happy. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I'm pretty sure he already knew it. He's like, oh yeah, this is it. Yeah, this is, this is it. Yeah, because like I grew up watching baseball with him, mm-hmm. and he would explain everything to me. And you know, he took me to my first baseball game when I was like thirteen. I was pretty excited. Rangers, so, yeah, it was the Rangers. Uh, 
that was probably like in 83. I think Bert Hooten was pitching, you know. Bert Hooten. So, um, but it was, it was really good. It was, it was a pretty good experience with, uh, like my dad and, you know, I wish he was here to see it. Cause you know, he was a huge Rangers fan. Cause like, mm-hmm. cause back then, you know, we, you know, cause we were, we were pretty poor and so we didn't have cable or nothing like that. So mm-hmm. he would listen, he would listen to Ranger games on the radio and I would come yeah. in, I'd come in like I was like, if I was working, uh, at the grocery store and I'd come home and he was listening to the game. I go, I go, uh, so what's the score? And he would tell me, you know, Ranger six, you know, Brewers four, you know, I go, okay. So he said, he used to just sit there and just literally would just like be in the living room, you know, listening to the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders, uh, the Rangers, and he wouldn't even be watching TV, he'd just be listening to it. So it's kind of cool. That grocery store that you mentioned that you were at working at, did you have to wear a suit and tie? Uh, I had to wear a shirt and tie, yeah. Oh. And slacks. So, <laughs> did you like that? I thought it was weird. I had a, I had a, had a clip on, so mm. it wasn't that bad. It was heavy though. Mm. The oh. clip on, the clip ons back then were like heavy. It was like a, like a ball and chain or something. So that didn't that confuse a lot of people back then? Because like, oh yeah, this guy looks like a manager. <laughs> nope, he's just a stock boy, <laughs> a stalker. I was, I was actually a sacker, and oh, I was sacker. like, yeah, that was. I, I would go help him stock every now and then, but. Did you ever have that like that rude customer like whenever your manager was like right by, they they would be like make sure your man double bags last man he didn't double bag or the bottom nearly fell out make sure he double bag like the yes, yes sir yes sir yes sir yes sir we're quoting Shawshank Shawshank Redemption yeah but it ever happened though no oh, I don't, okay no well that's good that we we didn't have plastic bags back then we had oh it was paper it was just paper it was oh yeah well, duh, duh. I mean yeah that's why the bottom nearly came out <laughs> you know what we used to double sack it all the time anyway so it was just a thing we did mm-hmm. because I don't know anyway yeah I don't, I don't know, know how we got off and talking <laughs> you just said that you worked at a grocery store and I remember you used to say I used to wear a tie and a, and a yeah, and the a Rangers tux, and a tuxedo. So I just want to say, because um, I don't want our Arizona peeps to get mad at us for being Ranger fans. Because no, I know, mean Arizona was a great team this year, and mm-hmm. they played very well. And uh, I, you know, we were honored to play them. So mm-hmm. it's like a spokesman for the Rangers. You know? <laughs> so I feel like you're being interviewed. I know. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it's awesome that the. They won, not because they're they're obviously a good team, but you know there was a lot of uh, motivation and inspiration through uh, a, a a band that we you and I both like. Yeah, uh, Creed. I actually really love uh, Creed. Yeah, not Creedence. Creed. You know, it's weird because like I I try not to be superstitious, mm-hmm. so <laughs> but I couldn't watch a playoff game. I, every time I'd watch it, they, they'd lose. Mm-hmm. So I get it. And so I didn't watch any of the games. And so all the games they did win, I, did, I woke up early that day, you know, and I was posting stuff on Bigfoot Club like I always do. Mm-hmm. And I was posting stuff for the Google Girls, Google Girls Paranormal page too. And I, was li- I would listen to Creed all day. <laughs> and I would like, I, and then I would get ready for work and I'd go to work. I'd drive in and listen to Creed. Mm-hmm. Every time I did that, they won. Hey. So... <laughs> So superstitious, superstitious, or uh, there's a quote on the office where Michael, like Scott, is like, "I'm not superstitious. I am a little stitious." 
I was like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's a word. A little stitches? I am a little stitches, though. I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitches. <laughs> it's um, a made-up word, it's yeah. It's a made-up made word, big time. Um, but, yeah, no, Creed, uh, that's that's pretty awesome that they were, I think, one of the games, and it was Scott Stapp, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Tremonti, and uh, I believe Brian Marshall, the bassist. Mm-hmm. And they were wearing the Ranger gear. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't even know what state they're from. I don't know because I know they're they're. I know, ra- one, of, I know one of them is a Rangers fan, though. Yeah, no, but I think uh, Scott was not a Rangers fan at first no. until he heard the story. Yeah, and he was like, you know, I guess I, I guess I gotta take them higher. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, yeah. Oh man. But the- he's like, I know you don't like the Rangers, but what if? Water, <laughs> You knew I was going to do that, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> that's why I threw it in there. Oh, I guess that's my sacrifice to like them, I guess. Yeah. yeah. They, um, I mean, they have a lot of good songs. Oh, yes. It's very, uh, you know, very uplifting. And uplifting and still still heavy. <clears throat> you know, I, I would say this because I was listening. Whenever I was doing my, my rehab, I would listen to Creed. I'd listen mm-hmm. to a lot of other songs and stuff that kind of built me up and mm-hmm. Uh, you know, music was a, a, a big, a big, big part of my, my recovery. So I don't think, um, without music, I don't think I would have made it through to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. Music is, uh, especially good music, music that, yeah. That, music that doesn't suck. That, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, <laughs> but yeah, no, especially good music that, that, um, hits you in the right moment at the right time. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you be you can be listening to Creed, uh, a certain song, My Sacrifice or something, or higher, every day, every day, and then there's like well, there's one moment that you're going through something and it mm-hmm. just hits, and it just it's a very uplifting, like it makes you fall in love with the song or the band even more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that's pretty cool that the that the Rangers were using that as like inspiration and motivation. To, we should we should use it too. Yeah, we should. You know, I'm okay with that. I love Creed. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. It's like, oh, you like Creed? Yeah, I love Creed. I fucking love Creed. Yeah, they're, they're, they're amazing. They're badass. Hell yeah. Um, uh, You want to talk about... You're not streaming right now, right? No, I'm taking a break on the streaming thing. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up, though. Um, Yeah, like I haven't abandoned anybody or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, re- Earl reached out to me and goes, hey, man, did you just completely stop streaming? Yeah. No, I did. Pearl, yeah. yeah. Um, so I had to, I had to make it like an announcement. I don't know if you saw that on Facebook. I was like, "Hey, I didn't abandon y'all. I just, I'm taking a like a mental. It's actually still a mental health break. Mm-hmm. Uh, streaming, streaming can be very stressful because mm-hmm. you're not just you're you're just, you're not just playing like by yourself. You know, playing a video game or something like that. You're, you're kind of weird. Yeah, but... no, yeah. Uh, you're not playing video games by yourself, you're, right? Uh, right. You're streaming it, and you gotta watch what you say, and you gotta act right, and you, also you gotta entertain. Yeah, and, uh, the camera. entertainers. Yeah. Uh, even if there's nobody there, a lot of people are like, "Well, you got no viewers. Why are you still talking?" Oh, I'm trying to get used to it. I'm trying to. Hey, are you are you a video sports entertainer? I am a video game sports entertainer. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I'm taking a break on that, and uh, I will be back streaming whenever we move. Right, to a, a house, which, which we're trying to do. Yeah, we're looking at houses right now. Yeah, that's another stressful thing. I'm yeah. so glad I'm not streaming right now because I'd be like, Ugh. you know, because like uh, I think when I did, whenever because you weren't with me on the first season, 
I mean, you were you know, like sparingly. Mm-hmm. Second season. You know, second season. Second season. Mm-hmm. And third, you were a little bit more on third season and mm-hmm. four, you know, you were all out. Yeah. But, um, I was pretty like stressed because we were, we were doing a show like every week and that was pretty stressful. Yeah. I don't know and, how, I don't know how you, whew, it was, know. it was tough. It was yeah. tough to motivate, you know, two other people that are not on the show anymore. Mm-hmm. It was tough to motivate them, you know, to, to, you know, look at material that either they liked or not liked or they weren't interested in it at all. So, and get them to read like stuff or, and just like be ready for the show. But that was pretty stressful, and I'm glad we don't do it. We haven't done it this season. You know, we just do we we do it every other week, like every two weeks or something like that. But Which I think that that's that's good. Cause yeah, you know, it's healthy. It it, it eliminates because we get sick a lot. <laughs> it eliminates the okay. We're not really doing the yeah. show this week, so I'm, I'm already got, I'm feeling under the weather. So I eliminated that. Like, hey man, I'm not I'm not feeling too good. Or you're gonna hear me like you know having the sniff, sniffles or. Yeah, my voice or something like that. Um, so yeah, no, I like that every two two weeks. <clears throat> um, yeah, there was there was a couple of times, um, and there's been a couple of times where we recorded like two shows in a row. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even three, you know, just to have one in tow. Whenever we, you know, I was anticipating whenever we did get sick, we yeah. would, we could do that. But that's always a good thing to do uh, to do a show like that, so. especially uh, during the holidays. Yeah. So they're just not. We have the TV on in the background, but it's on mute. But they they're like promoting the heck out of Good Burger too, <laughs> and you, I, I'm all for it. Yeah, because you grew up on Good Burger, mm-hmm. right? I grew up on it. Whenever I, it was a skit on all that, you know, I I I didn't watch all that until you like you would watch it, and I was you know I wasn't say I was forced to watch it. I was just watching whatever you, you watched, <laughs> and so I would watch it too, and I say this is kind of funny. Yeah, it was just. It was Saturday Night Live for kids. Yeah. They had to make a kid. Didn't, didn't they have uh, Shia LaBeouf on there, too? Uh, no. I think he uh, he might have been. That in was May- Seth Rogen, right? No. No, 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 who, no, was, no. who was on there? Um, Shia LaBeouf, if he was on there, it was probably like a half a season or one season. I could have sworn he was on there. Because he was focused on doing uh, uh, even, even Steven. Yeah, literally. That's that's what he was focusing on. Um, but I, don't, hmm. I don't think he was ever. I don't, okay. Yeah, it was just uh, the two main big guys on there, uh, Keenan, Keenan and Kel. They got so popular that they they started their own show, Keenan and Kel, and they had Coolio to do the the intro. Wow, which I thought that was kind of cool. That is big time. It's big time, man. Big time. Big time. Big time. Big time. <laughs> Was that from uh, uh, I, love I Love You, you man. man? Yeah, it's like big time, big time. You don't sound Jamaican. You sound yeah. like a leprechaun. <laughs> Slapping the bass. So, um, can we can we talk about our our guests that we're going to have up? Do you, uh, you want to do it? Yeah, might as well. So, um, we got we got our our butts lit under fire on this one. Yeah. Um, we, I, I guess it started with uh, I saw this 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 awesome person on TikTok, and just like hold on before you go any further, we've talked about it on our previous podcast. Yes, so we're just continuing it. It's like this is like a WWE rewind. Go ahead. Yeah, um, <laughs> rewind. <laughs> but we're actually like you know name dropping. Yeah, yeah. This this uh, special guest. Um. So 
uh, we saw him on TikTok, and he was like, he's a he's an author, um, and he wrote he wrote a book that you know he was I guess he was just you know trying to sell it like at grocery stores and stuff mm-hmm. like that. A Kroger, and there was like a, a TikTok. Ah, man, I always forget his name. Uh, it's a TikToker that had a big following, mm-hmm. and he just started. Uh, doing a TikTok on he was on he him. was actually grocery shopping he was grocery shopping he saw this he saw this man and he was like man this this man he looked defeated if you look at the TikTok original video yeah yeah um he he looked defeated so he he just kind of blew up after that and you know I was just like oh, okay this he's wrote a book about um a girl trying to figure out who um killed her parents and mm-hmm. she teams up with a, a ghost with multiple personalities mm-hmm. um. And so, yeah, like he he is an author of this book, and this book is just like the number one selling book on on Amazon. Yeah, uh, and he's just he the the good thing about it is that it was I wouldn't say it was easy, but it was it, we had the 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 ability to go kind of introduce ourselves and meet him in person. Yeah, he's he's uh, local because he's local. He's local to us. And he's local to us, and uh, we we've met him how many times? How three times? <laughs> About three or four times. I, I kind of feel like we're stalking him. No, a little bit. <laughs> it kind of it kind of feels that way, but we're supporting him. We ended up buying his book uh, twice. Twice. Uh, one for me, one for you, one for me, me for you, one for me. Uh, I know. Uh, you know that. That. <laughs> um, and yeah, I read the book. It's it's a fantastic book, mm. um, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> we're we're our, the guest speaker. You know, now I'm going to name drop is uh, Sean Warner. Yeah, Sean Warner is uh, has agreed to uh, be a guest on our show. Yeah, and that's going to be soon. I don't want to say the date because I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, going to say it's going to be soon. Uh, so those who are listening to this, look him up, Sean Warner. Uh, the, the book, the title of the book is so long. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, but it's the, it's the, um, Lee Howard and the, the ghosts of, uh, I want to say Simon Pierce, a mansion. I want to say. Yeah. I could be, I could be wrong. It's always the, the, the name of the, the mansion that always throws me off. Um, but yes, yeah, so I read the book. It's, it's, it's great. And we've, uh, We've talked to Sean multiple times, and he's he's just an amazing person. He's just very, yeah. very. He's. I don't think I've. I've you ever look at a person and be like, "Man, I can't see this person ever get angry." Yeah, he's he's one of those people. Yeah, he's he, in the military too. Yeah, he's he's a good dude. I I kind of felt like I said I kind of felt bad because I feel like we're stalking, stalking him. him a little yeah. bit because we ran into. Him. Like you know, because he posted. We ran into him, yeah. Ran. <laughs> no, we we knew Steve, where he was Steve, at. Steven's doing quotation marks in the air. <laughs> we knew where he was at, and then we just stopped by. Yeah, I mean, um, we were buying his stuff. So, oh I mean. yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that guy. Um, Super. I, I remember ex- I reached out to you and I go, "Hey man, we need to, we need to actually reach out because this guy's local." Yeah, we you know, you know. I was gonna say I was real proud of you because I told I left it on you. I said you do it, and so you reach out to him, you do it, and yeah. let's see if you can bring him in. And so and and you did, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we like met him and we met him at the at the swap meet first and the well, yeah swap con and he was that's whenever I knew I go, man, this guy's so nice. Yeah, uh, he's so humble still. You know, he's not he's not letting the fame get to him. Yeah. Um, and you can tell he's overwhelmed because he's like, I, I didn't know yeah. this was going to blow up. I'm happy, but I bet he was, I bet he, he wasn't even on TikTok. 
No, before no, this. I'm pretty sure he had to create a TikTok <laughs> yeah. before this. Um, and his wife is so nice, too. She is so nice. She's a, a lovely lady, and she's very, as all spouses should be, very supportive. Um, and, yeah, they're, they are they're a fantastic duo, and I, I wish them nothing but the best. And, yeah, me and too. More success, and he's got some tea, and I'm going to try to uh, get it out of him. On on when we talk to him, I yeah. got some pretty good questions to ask him, so I'm looking forward to see what he yeah, says. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to be pretty nervous about interviewing him because mm. I think the last guy we were nervous with was um, uh, Attila Attila Caldi, yeah. and before that it was Scott. Um, what's his name? Oh, um, the one that did the Scott the Harat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scott Harat. I was pretty nervous talking to him because he, 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 we 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 ended up getting yeah like halfway we we're getting. Uh, jokes out of it and yeah he was laughing pretty hard yeah, cause he's, a, he's a funny guy he, he's is, a real, he real was actually a comedian guy. before he was a documentary that's why I was all like okay I, I, <laughs> now I know why and then I was uh, I was uh, you know nervous with Attila Caldi and he says why I said cause you were on TV we're, we're about to get into a whole new bowl of yeah this is this him. is this is the first time we've actually reached out to somebody and they had had they actually had a publicist <laughs> Yeah, publicists had to reach out to me, um, which was just, oh, my God. Like, um, I kept trying to include you in it. I would put your, your yeah, email on there. Yeah, that, that's fine. But, no. you know, it, it is what it is. We we got a date on it. and um, It's locked in. It's locked in. And, yeah, so we are, I am looking forward to it. And, um, yeah, so that's 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 pretty awesome. I'm, I'm at that, that very... Um, confident high that man if i can just reach out to michael rosenbaum or justin timberlake i can get these guys now <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i i would i'd welcome that yeah. i mean i know they're not bigfoot people but you know we can talk to them about bigfoot michael rosenbaum's in california so he's like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like i've heard of bigfoot I mean, he's got big feet i mean it's kind of hard to miss <laughs> bigfoot yeah, bigfoot yeah, but um, um yeah i'm pretty excited yeah so um, super stoked yeah, that's that's the the scheduling, of somewhat future scheduling, of Bigfoot Club. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was going to tell you this. I hadn't really really talked to you about this, and I was going to be surprised for you. Um, but you know, I started a new job, like in July, uh-huh. and I don't really talk a lot about it. Uh-huh. I just say it's it's a property that's in uh, the greater Dallas Fort Worth area. And um, it's a pretty big building. It's like two towers, and they're pretty tall, and they have like a big parking garage. And I I notice because like whenever I walk around, because like sometimes I have to drive around to the garage, and uh, I was driving around maybe like a month ago, and there was nobody like in the garage. It was maybe like four cars in the garage. It was probably like at six o'clock, and I was driving up from the third floor going up to the fourth floor. Mm-hmm. And I heard like like almost close to my ear, like banging, like somebody was banging on because like they have like between the uh, between the floors they have some metal railing mm. to prevent people from falling over from one one floor to the other floor. Mm. So I heard banging, like just banging, like bang, bang like someone went, got another pole and they were banging it, and I and I I could hear it, and I stopped the golf cart and it stopped. And I continue again because it's kind of loud, you know. It runs whenever it's running. So I'm running. I get again. It's banging again. 
Mm. And I stop, and it's nothing. I go up to the fourth level. I can hear it again, and it's banging. I stop, and I don't hear it. I don't hear it anymore. And then I continue again, and I went down, and I told uh, uh, Mike, my coworker, mm-hmm. and he just thinks <laughs> he just thinks stuff follows me. That's what he thinks. He thinks paranormal stuff follows me. Mm-hmm. He says, he goes, man, don't be bringing that ghost shit around. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. but uh, and then like uh, two weeks ago. Mike was sick and he was out. So when he's out, I have to do the patrol. So I was patrolling uh, the floors and I, it's a uh, pretty high floors and I went down to the basement. And at this time when I'm finishing up the patrol, the housekeepers are gone from this area because they usually come in, they come in at five and they don't, they leave the area probably around seven and I'm doing this patrol like at seven thirty on eight o'clock. Mm. So I was I was in the basement and it's, the basement's small. There's like a fitness center down there and there's like a freight elevator and there's one hallway and I was like between the hallway and the freight and I heard distinctively really loud like someone going like that. Like really loud. And I stopped. And I looked around and I walked over to the fitness center, didn't see anybody, walked in the bathrooms, nobody, I walked down the hallway, nobody. Mm. And I go, "Okay, that's kind of weird." <laughs> So I heard that. That was two weeks ago. Last week, I was at the front desk. Mike was on patrol. And I was sitting there. And I was stretching. I was stretching with my arms straight up. And then I was bringing them down. I felt like a thumb and a finger. Like like jabbed my my armpit. Like, jabbed the hell out of it. Uh-huh. And I go, what the shit? And I jerk my hand down because like when someone hits your underarm you kind of yeah, go down it's fast like a, it's like, defensive yeah because it's like tickling almost yeah and, and so i that happened and i turn and i turned around really quick. i thought it was like somebody uh like walked up behind me because like we have two entrances on behind me on the right and left and someone could walk up behind me if i'm like really close to the desk and so i thought that was really really weird so i've had three incidents like that in the last probably like two months there at that building so is that place haunted? I don't know. I've I, there's like there's actually two gentlemen that work deep night there, and they've been there over twenty years. And they never said anything. And I've asked them, and they said no, nothing, nothing that I know of. So mm. it was just kind of weird. Mm. I just wanted to mention that to you. That is that is weird. Uh, no voices though, right? No, I haven't heard any voices. Sounds... Just the the whistle. Mm-hmm. Just the whistle. It was like really clear, like it was almost like right in my ear. Mm-hmm. Like, that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. I, I'm gonna probably take a K2 meter with me up there. You should, and so maybe a digital recorder. You should. Yep. <sighs> so, is, uh, huh? I mean, I think, I think you yourself would know if it was like, yeah, uh, menacing or something. It, it's it's tough. If tough, it's tough to sense it there because like there's so many stuff. There's so much. Like energy there, air conditions, mm-hmm. elevators, uh, well, electrical I, doors. What I would like for you to do is see if you can go back to 1505 and go back oh, to that Lord. basement. See if there if it's a different field. I don't know if I can get back in there. You can just tell, hey, I used to work here, and they'd be like, no, oh, okay, yeah, go ahead. They're not. They're not gonna do that. Yeah, just do it, man. <laughs> I love. I love your overly positive optimism. Uh, on hey, it. someone's got to do it. Okay. <laughs> so I think. 
I think you're selling yourself short, and you you should they should know your name when you walk in there. Like, yeah, hey, right. Well, no. Yeah, I need to go check the basement. How you doing? All right, see you later. Right. And then you go down the elevator, and then yeah, so it, take, it should take about like 15 minutes. I'll be down there in 15 minutes. I'll yeah. be back. Yeah, so, there you go. No, see? they won't let me in there. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Ask Andy to see if he's still. Uh, I I don't think they have it. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I think you should ask still. But uh, we see. So I had that going on for me. So mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. That is it? weird. No, but nothing ever happens at, at your place of residence right now. No, nothing. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's. But you know, hey. But you know, I think that's one of the things that if you're if you're allowing that door to open. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't think you're looking for that. Um, I will say this, though. Uh, you know, one of those pictures right here in the hallway, mm-hmm. uh, Blair, that's like one of the pictures of Blair, and she's it's actually a picture of the Goatman's Bridge. Mm-hmm. Is it really? Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, it's the Goatman's Bridge. And I was like, what the hell? Are you serious? You why have it why does she have that? Oh, it's just a, a picture of her and, and, and the Goatman's Bridge. I don't know why. She went up there? Yeah, she went there a long ass time ago. When like, she was little? When she was like in her t- teenager, high school. Yeah. Um But um I know you, you went to Goatman's Bridge recently on that Yeah, this past year. This was it this past year? I think so. So you Or was it last year? I wanna say it was last year. Yeah, I, I didn't think you're right. Because I was oh, that's that's too recent. Yeah. Um but recently you went. That's season four. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So on that one, like you said, like you didn't really feel anything on that. I did feel it at one kid there. Yeah. So, okay. So that one where you're talking about right there is that some kid was staring at you. Mm-hmm. And it was dark, but I felt him staring at me. And I think uh, either Candace or Caitlin were standing next to or close to him. Uh-huh. And I, and, you know, and I asked her. I said, "Is he staring at me?" And I, I think she said, "Yeah," because yeah, he's he looked like he's looking at you. Hmm. And you know, it was uh, it was dark. So yeah, so that's why I'm like, how would he be able to see you if it was that dark? You know I don't know. I mean? He was. It was weird because they just walked up on us, and they were talking about how a guy showed up on one of the nights there wearing a cloak. And was handing out like flyers and was shouting like stuff in Latin or something. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's exactly what you need to hear. Yeah. Um, no, I was just wondering. Like, I was like, man, I don't, I don't remember him saying that he felt something or he felt off, felt different. Because I know you said you went under the bridge. Yeah, it was, it was at the time. I was, it was hard for me to walk. Yeah, I, I do remember you saying that, and I was like, and I was thinking when you were telling me that, I didn't really hear what you were saying but i was because I, I was overclouded with why did he do that why did he i'm pretty sure that's steep he could have fell like yeah. I, was, I was more concerned about that but i don't think i ever really asked like oh so you did did you feel anything so i went under the bridge the part where i think i, well, I can't remember it was aaron or or it was um billy from from think, ghost adventures yeah, i think zach went down there too and they had like a, they had a like, seance yeah thing. they had a seance down there so we went down there, and I think uh, Caitlin took some Polaroids of me. Uh, but all you can see was me in the, you know, Bigfoot Club shirt. Huh. So. That's just, I, I just find it odd with, I don't know. 
I, and guess, then, I guess it's not for everybody. No. Because you know what I'm getting at, right? Right. Like, um, I, I don't know. It's just... It's just so weird. Like, I felt like I've, I've seen more recent, <clears throat> recently whenever you're in the hospital. Like, I saw that guy. Yeah. Than you. And I'm all like, what the fuck? I don't know. It's so weird. You know, because, like, maybe I'm seeing stuff and I just don't know. Yeah. that That's the part that's, the part that's worrisome. Like, how do you know if it's real or not? How do you know if it's, like, if you talk to somebody at work and you don't even know if it's, like. If, yeah, because you know I mean? there, was, there was a couple of times when I worked at Baylor Hospital. This was like in 94, 95. Mm-hmm. And I, my office was right next to the morgue. That's, that's great. Yeah. Know, yeah. And then there was a couple of times when uh, there was people walking down the hallway and I would say hello to them or good night, you know, have a good night and they wouldn't respond. And there was a couple of times where I, I was walking and I went up to the guy and I I hit their shoulder with my finger uh-huh. to make sure there was a real person. And the guy <laughs> looked at me whenever I did that. Like, what the hell? I go, sorry. <laughs> sorry, man. I had to make sure you were real. Yeah, because, like, uh, it was, I mean, it was a lot of strange stuff happened at Baylor. Yeah, I and, remember you telling me stuff that you've seen there. And then we, we when we had that guy, Oscar Mendoza, on, uh-huh. the one who was on, he wrote some books, and he was on a couple of shows. He was talking about Baylor Hospital. Mm-hmm. A lot too. So, you think you think? Well, I mean, you know, if you really think about it, all hospitals are pretty much yeah, pretty much. Every, they, they, the people die not, there they, daily. Yeah, you know, daily. So, you know, yeah. I just I've always wondered that. And see, I was like, well, yeah, he went to Goldman's Bridge, but you know, I'm pretty sure Scott did his. Man, thing there, too. there was like there was weird stuff going on when when we were there because like Scott was doing. Uh, EVP section, and he was he was using a he had a he had a, a temperature gauge mm-hmm. that was also a K two meter, mm-hmm. and he was it was like, it beeps whenever like something's close to the K two, so he was talking to it and he was asking you know to do you know yes or no commands and it was doing it, and then he turned it off and then we had a spirit box that was his and the spirit box was beeping like like that. That temperature gauge stopped beeping, and then his his um, spirit box was beeping. And I looked at Scott, and I go, "Is that supposed to beep?" <laughs> he goes, "No, it's only supposed to scan for frequencies." And it was beeping every time he asked a question. Beep, beep. It was doing it, and then uh, I think Ricky Ewing was with us. She turned it off. It continued to beep after she turned it off. Okay, yeah, that's a little... <laughs> so that's so a weird. so right. we had that going on. So I just think right now, I don't know, you're just, if you're at a right area, you are probably a light, mm-hmm. uh, an antenna, a, a small antenna. It's not crazy, but it's enough to be like, okay, there's a little something here too. And yeah, that's why, <laughs> like, we've been looking for houses and I said, oh, I'll say, Robert, get out and do your thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> see if you can, <laughs> see if you can feel, feel anything. Uh, he's you're, you've been like humble and be like it's hard to tell outside. Like, I have to go inside. Yeah, I have to go inside. So. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna say I'm, you know, psychic a or, psychic or a median or anything yeah. like that. It's just, you know, when it's there, it's there. When it's not, it's not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, yeah, I think you're right. You've always had that that uh, 
uh, what is that? Something insight. Like, uh, I guess insight is because I was going to say intuition, but that's not. Yeah, you right. can you could say that too. Um, but I would say insight. Insight. Right. You had that special insight even before that <clears throat> uh, happened. Mm-hmm. You just know how to read a room very well. Read the room. You are you read the room before the room was even like yeah like uh, showing itself. You know, so that's why I was like, what. I think I think the biggest one I've ever gotten whenever I was talking on this on Matt's show, uh, we were doing one on Brown Springs, mm-hmm. and that was probably the first time I actually got hit. Mm-hmm. I got bombarded either with EMF or infrasound. I was hit. I was got hit so hard I, I had to take a breath. You know, it was like mm-hmm. I had to do that. I go, oh my god, it's like so deep there. I don't. I don't think anybody. Else, I got to talk to Hunyan to see if he got that. I got to talk to Kenny too again about it. So, um, and yeah, um, that's, uh, that was that was you know that was a lot of energy there. Brown Springs is a, you know it's a messed up place. It's a messed up place. Even even in like in the daytime, I can't imagine it going there at night. So Ghost Adventures needed to go out there. Yeah, Brown Springs. Yeah, there are things in this world that we do not fully understand. <laughs> understand. <laughs> We, we want, want answers. answers. <laughs> we uh, worked years to build our credibility. <laughs> uh, we don't uh, watch too much TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but um, TikTok. Yeah, so I guess when it boils down to it, whenever we do uh, do some in- investigations, we're gonna have to. I don't know. Really, really like I guess tap into whatever to see if you have on there. But I mean, I don't think you, it just depends on where we're at. Yeah. Cause I want to do the bake. I want to go to the Baker hotel. Yeah. I've, I've always, I think that's like, what about that other one? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think I'm good. I got chills. Just you, you, cause I knew you were going to say that. I got chills down my spine Fine, guys. guys. <laughs> uh, no, the Baker hotel, Baker hotel. Uh, I think I, I'm just infatuated the, just by the history of it. Um, What's the other one called? Uh, Hill House. Um, yeah, Hill House. I think the I think the Ghoul Gals has been there. Yeah, even um, uh, Robert Brown. Robert Brown's been there too. I'm not. I'm not sure if he's been there. I know uh, Cecilia, the lady, passed away with uh, Crazy Cat Paranormal. She went there with her husband, and I think they stayed there for like two nights. Yeah, I don't think. She was telling me um, that they heard a piano play all night. Yeah, see, and I don't know if there's a piano there. I'm not sure. If anybody knows that there's a piano at Hill House. We just got to reach out to Jin Jin. Yeah, we should. Is there a piano there? Why do you say it like that? Is there a piano? I don't know. I, was, <laughs> I don't know. I, know. I was trying <clears throat> to make a skit or something. You want, um, let's do the beef row. The, the b- beef row. The beef row segment. Before, beef row we forget. <laughs> I like that. That's really good. <laughs> That's so dumb. I'm so dumb. Woo! <laughs> that was late, but <laughs> hey, it was it was still on time. Yeah, still on time. Woo! I'm, I'm raising I'm raising my hands. Yeah, <laughs> to the audience that, that can't see me, I'm raising my hands. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, what's what's going new with the beef row? So the BFRO. The Just, okay, before we start, we are not sponsored by them. No, oh, we don't. Yeah, we we don't advocate them. No, they're not part of our group. No, we just uh, use it as a form of information, a tool, a tool. Yes. So, um, but yeah, it looks like uh, we had some. Uh, so these are reports posted November first, twenty twenty three, 
And I guess... Oh, wait, no, this one was... Mm-hmm. I guess it just got this report, but it happened in April of 2016. Mm-hmm. So this, this is in Sumter County. It's a Class B. Sumter uh, County? What? So what state is it? That's a good question. Hold on. I'm trying to pull it up. Florida. Okay. So Skunk Ape? Mm-hmm. Probably. Possibly. <sighs> we got to call Maria Dumont. Wait, well, nearest town in Bush Bushnell? And it happened in spring of April 13th. My husband had gone to bed at midnight, but I stayed up to watch TV. I don't know why I'm talking <laughs> like that. Uh, at around 4.30 a.m., I heard a loud, deep, nasal uh, grunt mm-hmm. outside the RV. This sound woke our four cats, and three of them ran to the Buffett window to look out. Mm-hmm. The window. Uh, this window faces the direction where the sound was heard. <clears throat> 30 seconds later, there were two more... Uh, grounds or grunts followed by three more approximately 20 seconds later than the five grunts 15 seconds after that Hmm. interesting the cast did not look frightened but were very interested in the sounds of something out the window it sounded as if it was about 100 feet away I was in the living room at the back of our 43 fifth wheel so I'm using that as a comparison okay the only light in the RV was the TV. I decided I did not want to look out, so I turned the TV. I turned off the TV and went to bed. The cats stayed at the window approximately five minutes after climbing in bed. I heard two distinct knocks at the front passenger side of the RV. That's scary. That is scary. Like I wonder if I wonder if it's a knock or is it like a, a hand, you know, like just just touching the yeah, RV. Yeah, just touching Sounds it. Sounds like a, no, it's a, a knock. Um. I know this sound because my husband will knock on the RV when we are unhooking to let me know the tanks are drained. I did not wake up my husband, and I decided to ignore all of this and go to sleep. Nice. That's uh, nice. Yeah, because I think she's thinking ahead. Yeah. If she wakes up the husband, the husband's going to get out, and then some shit's going to happen. I, mean, I get that. I get it, too, but it, you know, it could be a burglar and trying to break in or something. Well, Anyway, go ahead. Two nights later, I went to bed before my husband. I was lying there reading on my iPad in the dark when I heard the same uh grunt twice, but it sounded much farther away and in the swamp area this time. It was around midnight. I called my husband into the bedroom, and but we did not hear it again. Right after he came into the bedroom, I lifted the blind on my side on the bed and looked into the swamp. I thought I saw eye shine about five feet off the ground in the area full of water. The light source was the weak light from the bathhouse, which was next to the RV on the driver's side. I looked at my husband, and by the time I looked back, the eye shine was gone. Hmm. Uh, we left two days late, later, and with no uh, further, inc- uh, further incidents happened in that time. I researched native Florida animals and listened to a variety of call sounds, including donkeys. None of the sounds came to uh, even close to what I've heard. I have not heard this sound before. Hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah, this was. Uh, that's, that's a, <clears throat> did did she? Okay, did she say it was like a RV park that they went to, or was it just uh, this the activity at this RV park? Oh, okay. Also inter- yeah. So, so I wonder. I wonder if this time of year, whatever that time of year, the RV park is either busy or not busy, because it sounds like. If it's not that busy, whenever someone gobbles up and hooks up and just stays for the night, that these Bigfoots are trying to figure out, okay, who's this? Why are they here? And maybe, like, the grunting is them communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. 
like maybe it's more than one and they're like you know hey you you go over there and you come here or whatever mm-hmm. so it's kind of interesting and then the one that's like five foot off the ground i'm kind of thinking um they're on all fours maybe five foot off they're the ground in the water maybe maybe yeah yeah that's actually a good point um <clears throat> that's yeah that's a that's a weird one um that was posted november 1st but this was i guess a report back in 2016 there is another one that happened in october 2023 same area uh no this is in union county okay. and this is uh this is in florida also okay uh, gainesville okay college town okay mm-hmm. uh the crossing okay hold on location detail so this was a motor a motorist sighting like he was on the motorcycle uh the crossing point was <clears throat> sorry the crossing point on the county road 229 between connor cemetery oh cemetery cemetery yeah. nearby bridge over new river referred to as connor bridge locals due to a pro- proximity to the cemetery the witness was driving north he had just passed the cemetery on the left it was dark there was no street lights. He could only determine that the crossing point was closer to the bridge than than the cemetery, but not on the bridge itself. It was before the beginning guardrails, as best as he could recall. There, therefore, these GPS coordinates are not exact, but rather a best guess. They are close enough for both uh, practical and scientific purposes, and it has the the latitude and longitude. Uh, my what wife. Was, my, what was the freeway? Can you say? Um, Connor Bridge. Uh, over New River, referred to as Connor Bridge, uh, County Road two two nine. Okay. So, um, it says my wife and I were driving home from the neighboring town Stark on North County Road two two nine about eleven forty five p.m. As I approached Connor Bridge, I noticed a black bipedal figure run across the road between my vehicle and the bridge. The subject was very large and moving extremely fast, taking only two or three steps to cross the road and another step to cross the embankment and disappear into the tree line. As I slowed down to try to get a better look at what I just saw, I noticed that there were no game trail or a path to the area the individual had entered the tree line and the bushes were still shaking in its wake. Hmm. Mm. Gainesville's got a lot of state parks and national reserves and management wildlife areas. They, they have Santa Fe swamp conservation area. They got, um, Newman's Lake conservation area, uh, Grove park wildlife management area, Pines Prairie preserve state park. They got a lot of areas around, Gainesville. So, mm-hmm. she said she saw it cross a road. Mm-hmm. Extremely fast. They put that in there. Extremely she didn't fast. say like big or yeah, large, large, mm-hmm. large, large. Okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. The subject was very large and moving extremely fast. If you were if you were interviewing this lady, what would, what kind of questions would you ask her? Um, did it make any sounds when it was mm-hmm. across when it was crossing the road? Uh, did it look like it was looking at at him like mm-hmm. oh, like I caught 
Um, Facial features. So you got to think a Bigfoot smells. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he passed the threshold of where he he uh, ran extremely. Like, did he smell anything? Right. Um, I'm trying to think. He said there was no trail. Mm -hmm. So. But he did say, like, the bushes were still It was shaking in its wake. Yeah. I like that. that, that in its, uh, in its I mean, wake. who notices that? Nobody. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, I think I'm stumped on those uh, only questions. I can't think of anything. Yeah, I, was, I would say, I would say, what color? Could she could she tell it was male or female? Does it have any facial features? Um, does she smell anything? Um, make any sounds. Make any sounds. Um, did it sound heavy? Right. Like what I mean by sounds like that is like did it sound like thump, thump, like yeah you know that that's true because like so many people you know when you hear these eyewitness reports you know some of them say you know this thing was so large and then like the ground, you know, the ground shook you know as they're as they're walking and stuff so there's also another one mm-hmm. on in October but this time it's in Minnesota Minnesota and this is there and they're in the daytime. And this happened on October 6th. Uh, the observed, it says, while my mother and I were uh, goose hunting up by Bina and Six Mile Lake Road in the Mud Goose Management area, we both witnessed a Bigfoot. We were traveling down 2127 from east to west, and my mom said, whoa, back up. Down trail 226 near the bend, we seen a Bigfoot off the trail in the grassy ditch, and it slowly moved off the trail west to the east. My mom asked me if it felt like it moved super slow motion. I concurred. The ditch on the site was three feet down in the grass, and the side of the trail was three feet tall. And the upper torso was about three or four feet showing above the grass, leaving the Bigfoot. To approximately eight to ten feet tall, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, we drove down to the spot and we both noticed a strong sulfur or rotting vegetation. When I got out of the car and immediately felt my hair stand up on my body, I checked for any sign of footprints. On so was that uh, infrasound? What did she say? She said, "Hold on, where where's it at?" We drove to the spot and both noticed a strong sulfur or rotting vegetation. So strong sulfur smell, right? Yeah. Um, when I got out of the car and I immediately felt my hair stand up on my body. But, yeah, possible. Uh, it sounds like infrasound, right? By yeah. the smell? Yep. Um, I mean, it wouldn't be done by the smell. It would be done by, you know, the sound. But it didn't smell a part of it? The smell is um, it's probably an alpha male. Okay. The smell is because, like, whenever whenever they feel threatened, like silverback gorillas, they give off a pungent smell. Mm-hmm. You know, as a, as a defensive mechanism. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it sounded like it didn't like that it, it was spotted, mm-hmm. and and then they actually went to the area. To the area. Who does that? Obviously, it, apparently, she knew what it was, right? Uh-huh. And she saw it. Yep. This is a bigfoot. Yeah, because she said, "Whoa, back up!" And then they looked, and they were like, "What is that?" You know, um, so let me hold on. Let me continue reading it. Go ahead. Um, I checked for any sign of footprints on 
the road I could not see due to gravel being packed down. Uh, there was a small bit of gravel disturbed on one spot near the west side of the road shoulder. Uh, we later got stopped by the local CO, uh, conservation officer, a.k.a. game warden, checks on hunters. When we mentioned what we had seen and where it was, he remarked, that's where people have been reporting seeing a Bigfoot. That's uh, that is odd. Yeah. So it looks like it always goes there? No, it's odd that... Oh, that he would say that? That he would say that. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I never know. Uh, my mother uh, and I have no doubt that we just saw one. Other witnesses, too. Myself, my mother was Groose. Why, why? That's the second time they spelled Groose. Groose hunting. With an R? Yeah. Well, that's a type of bird. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I'm stupid. Sorry. Uh, this happened around 9.30 a.m. Temperature was 50 degrees and wind 10, 15 miles per hour. Uh, and the environment was a forest, lowland swamp. Hmm. Minnesota has a lot of lakes, a lot of water, a lot of water and stuff. And you said it was... Um, it was... Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at the, the follow-up from the... <laughs> the investigator? Yeah, hold on. I think it was... Um, Investigator Ontario Ontario Richardson. Uh, he said, "There's a. I'm gonna read all of this, and you're gonna. That's like the fifth paragraph. That's pretty funny. I just, I, I just saw that and I was laughing. Uh, I spoke at length with Jeff Stanley and sep- uh, separately with his mother, Susie, um, about their encounter in, in early October. They were grouse hunting, driving slowly along Six Mile Lake Road near Mud Grouse uh, Trail." Uh, they may not. They might not have spotted the figure down the side of the road if they had not been driving slowly, and looking around for Groose. Susie, the mother, spotted it first and shouted, "What the hell was that?" Jeff hit the brakes and backed up. Susie had seen the giant uh, back of what looked like a massive body when they backed up. Jeff shouted, "It's moving!" What they saw the fig uh, was the figure turned to a side profile, showing the head to the waist of what appeared to be a giant black creature walking into the timber on two feet. Jeff yelled for his mom to get her camera in case they saw it again. They just, this is the part where I laughed. That just caught me off guard. Uh, they described it as hulking Dwayne, the rock Johnson figure with a rounded head sitting low on its shoulders. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's pretty big. But I mean, I, I get what they're saying. Maybe they're maybe they're small people. I guess it appeared to be looking down. Its head was almost swallowed up by the huge shoulder. That's a weird one. Shoulder swallowed up by the huge shoulders from their view angle. It had solid dark hair with a uniform pattern over its body. The arms were long and slowly swung as it walked into the woods. Based on the depth of the ditch, the height of the grass it walked through, they estimated it around 8 feet tall. Although it walked upright, she described it as more ape-like than human. After it disappeared into the woods, they drove back into the spot where they had seen it. They had a moment to unpack and happen before they got out and walked towards where the figure had stood. They noticed a pungent smell, which they described as rotting compost mixed with musty rags. They saw small mounds of dirt pushed up to the ground, similarly to what a toe would create. Jeff brought up, brought 
up to their dad um, that they should take some pictures of what they were seeing. His dad said he wasn't comfortable sticking around any longer, so they returned to the car. Later that day, they ran to the game warden while uh, he was checking up their birds. Jeff blurted out what they had seen. The game warden responded with, that is where people reported seeing those. This caught the family off guard, and they were expecting him to refute what they saw. Right. That's um, that's odd. Yeah. Uh, Jeff and Susie are both very certain that the huge figure was with long arms was not a bear. See, to me, it sounds like it sounds like a an alpha male. Yeah. With the smell and the size proportion and the neck and all that stuff and hulking Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, that's that's a weird comparison, but okay. That's that's why I looked at. I go, what the hell did I just read? Yeah. Um, I, I I'm just I'm just flabbergasted on how the game warden or the conservation officer agreed to that because here in Texas, man, they don't they don't do that at all. Yeah, yeah but it's that. it's very descriptive. It is. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just flabbergasted by the the rock comparison. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I liked how it said that it was solid black hair, but with a uniform pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, Meaning like probably patchy or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and. It does sound like it does sound like it was. Yeah, because if I was if I was there, I would probably ask because they they sound like they had a pretty good view of it. I would ask everything from, you know, his eyebrows, his head, shape of his head, the color of his nipples, mm-hmm. stomach, arms. The, was the male or female? Because I, I don't think I've ever written. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're like, oh yeah, I've heard this. Uh, I've never uh, heard or anyone say about a report. They saw a Bigfoot. Or Bigfoot's ears. So it says, yeah, that's true. Side, side profile. Did, did did they see the ears? Yeah. What what did the ears look like? Like I I don't I have to agree with you. I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about its ears because I've seen I've multiple times or I've heard people say they saw the eyes, the nose, the nose was pushed the in, bridge, the bridge of uh, their the mouth, the teeth, the chin, the forehead, the forehead, uh, the their fingers, um, their private parts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never heard anybody say like say anything about ears. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think you're right. I think you're right on that. I hit around on the money because I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk about that either. Because that would that would throw you off. Like yeah, and I saw his ears. And yeah. Hair was coming out of the ears. Whoa. Wait. What? I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah. Um. That's. That's that's the things I think of whenever it comes to that. There's shit. There's nothing wrong with that, yeah. you know, because when if when someone says that, I go, "Wait, what? Yeah, what exactly. did you say? You said the ears? Let's talk about his penis, <laughs> sandwiches, <laughs> Subway, <laughs> three in the morning. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, Lord. Yeah, um, that's that's pretty good, man. That that one is uh, during the day, nine thirty in the morning. Sound like like I said, I sound like an alpha. It yeah, was just, you, know. you know what? I think if I were able to see a Bigfoot, I'd rather see it in the daytime than at night. Because I can't. At I night, you wouldn't see it leave? You wouldn't see it coming at you. You wouldn't see it coming back. Because I think it would, it would it would be too fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that wasn't there like a, I want to say that you told me this story. Or you, or I can't remember if you said it or it was Kenny. But somebody was like, uh, 
somebody was in their car and they were in the middle of the woods. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they were they just stopped in the middle of the woods to sleep, mm-hmm. but they they had a sunroof on their car and the the guy like tilted his seat back to to go to sleep and then when he woke up there was a face looking at him like mm. down on through the sunroof and it's that's scared. fucking scary that's i can't remember if you said it or no it was, it was probably canny because I, I think i would remember that story because yeah. that's fucking creepy yeah he said that it was like uh i want to say yeah i guess it was kenny it said that it was like showing its teeth marvelous marvel yeah and and it, it looked evil and the guy uh, the guy screamed he didn't even lift up his chair he, he had the keys in ignition and he just took off yeah and when he said when he took off the the Bigfoot hit the the trunk, like spanked it. Yeah, to to get to get it almost out of almost like that story in Australia, right? Like, bitch, get out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I thought I was like, and I, that always stuck with me. I go, oh god, that is that, that is, is creepy, a terrible thing to wake up to. Like you're like, what the hell? What, then, what would you think if, like, say that would happen to a guy, or maybe you, and you you wake up and he's looking down the sunroof and he shows his teeth, and then you show his teeth back to it. Oh, or scream just, back that, at it. That's just inviting a, a fight that I don't think I could win. <laughs> I'm just going to be brutally honest on I that. I mean, because like, like the theory is that if you stand your ground, the Bigfoot will leave. Mm-hmm. That's that's the theory. I think that isn't that a theory for all animals though? Like if a bear comes up to your turn, you like, no 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 no, a bear's going to get you. <laughs> well, no, I've heard like I don't, I don't know about a grizzly bear, but if it's I think, a brown bear, I think you're thinking about gorillas. I, I think that gorilla is a lot worse. No, because like, um, I think Jane Goodall has talked about that. She's talked about you know standing her ground. Whenever I thought it was submitting, like going like this, and you, you can do that too. You can do that too, but um, but yeah, that's the theory is that if you stand your ground, it'll go. That's that's the theory. But I don't know if anybody's actually done it. I don't it. know because I think uh, we all think of a Bigfoot as some sort of animal. I think it's more more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I think it understands mockery. Mm-hmm. So if you were to like just show your teeth, it'll feel like it's mocking or you're mocking it, and it's gonna be pissed yeah. off even more. Like motherfucker, and then he'll flip the car, and, I'll, <laughs> and I'm stuck under the car. Yeah. Uh, so there goes my chance of ever getting away. Yeah. Uh, no, I just think it would. I don't know because I think I think you know this is me. I think they understand if they if they were to kill human, they know that more humans would show up. You know, that's that's that's, but, that's my thinking on it. But as, you know. as far as it goes, though, it knows it's in the wooded area, and anything can happen in the woods. Mm-hmm. And if you hide the body, I mean, you, they I know mean, how to hide their bodies. I mean, they probably wouldn't even have to hide the body; they would just like kill it, and wolves and other animals would come and eat on it. No, I think I think it's let's scatter it, think, like because like that's what happens to like bears whenever bears die. Whenever, oh, really? whenever bears die, yeah, you don't ever find. That's what John Bitternagel told me. Because he told me, he told me, because I asked him, I said, how do they bury their dead? He goes, well, you know, I'd never seen a bear's skeleton. Whenever a bear dies, their, their skeleton and their carcass gets sorted through the woods because wolves, wolves and coyotes and will come eat at it and mountain lions and stuff. Vultures. Yeah, vultures. So Wow. Uh, yeah, no, I never thought of it that way. But <clears throat> back to your question, yeah, I don't think, I don't think mocking it. I think it would, it would view it as some sort of mockery. If you showed its teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's, (laughs) I think that's a a door you do not want to open. Yeah. If you do, make sure you do it with someone that has heavily armed. 
Yeah, like a 12 gauge shot, shoddy. Yeah, like or have, it, have it already like pumped and everything. <laughs> yeah, have and the f- shell teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're at one minute two seconds. Ooh, yeah. I think you can do something with this. I, I think so too. Thanks, I think man. so too. So. Thanks. But uh, you got any shout outs? Uh, shout out to Blair, mm-hmm. my wife. Shout out to the boys and shout out to the future for whatever it holds of us uh, getting us a house. I do want to say happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. If this episode comes out before Thanksgiving, uh, which it will. And if we don't put a show out by Thanksgiving, I want to say happy Thanksgiving happy to everybody. Thanks, happy Thanksgiving. Happy, safe holidays, all that stuff. I mean, yeah. we'll talk to you way before Christmas, but okay. yeah. Uh, good, good night, night and good luck. Good luck. Good luck.